What's up, MPX addicts, and welcome to MPX Rehab. This is Jay Williams, your hashtag certified mark, here with my co-host, as always. The voice of the MPX addicts, Kyle Smith. And man, I was just, last weekend was wild. I still <laughs> I mean, want my refund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well, if you haven't seen the clip, go watch it. If you haven't seen uh, Mainline, go watch it. Uh, but either way, MPX is fearless was really cool. We got to see somebody we haven't seen in a bit. And honestly, it, you know, it was really, really cool show. Yeah, it was, it was one of those where, you know, like you had, like we had discussed, we're kind of still in the whole purple, purple rain hangover and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And we're getting newer talents. We're getting talents coming back. We're getting, uh, you know reunions <laughs> i guess you could call it that yeah well no 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 it's uh you don't call it a comeback apparently yeah <laughs> which is i felt just, very called out <laughs> it's just brilliant i love it because when they said they have something for us i'm like oh god what are they gonna do and i really thought it was gonna be some type of video with just my clip of oh it's a reunion tour it's a reunion tour and then i heard don't call it coming i'm like oh bravo oh, that it was, was, it well was played. great yeah well played but uh, yeah, so we got to see Remedy come back. And I got to say that, um, you know, it's like seeing the return of Wesley's Ways, seeing the return of the open challenges and everything like that, that was. Yeah, I thought it was really great to have Wes come out the way he did just mm-hmm. to bring that out and be like, hey, it's especially Wesley's since ways. he, you know, unfortunately could not make it because of car trouble last mm-hmm. time. So, yeah, I thought it was really great. And- oh, speaking of which, did he ever message you back? <laughs> No, not at all. Oh, wow. I messaged him. I was like, hey, it's just for a bit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to press send. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, I thought it was great. And then, like we said, Remedy coming back and just that brawl. And literally, it just, it was a great way to reintroduce Remedy. Because like Mm -hmm. I had said um, on Mainline, I think even caught you off guard. I was like, yeah, it's the Deathmatch Andre. And not many people know that is one of the nicknames he goes by. Yeah, no. Um, It's like, like, you said that. I'm like. No, that makes sense. Yeah, I re- when I rewatched it, I saw your face. I go, oh, I guess Jay didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but no, having him come back and reintroduce that way is just a guy who literally is here to destroy people. Yeah. Um, I love it. And I thought he did very well. I loved the pairing of him and Fisher. Oh, yeah. Um, no, it's it. It kind of reminds me of when we had uh, Tony Strong here at MPX, and we had and he had uh, James Johnson as his manager. Oh, uh, that short-lived program. Oh man, I James loved that. Johnson. Oh, what was it, James? James Johnson's, Johnson's journey to stardom. Yes, it's oh, JJJS it. because you know you can't. Yeah. We we need that back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it's like if Hal Sagan is over. Come on, bring us back the James Johnson journey to stardom. Yeah, um, but no, having him, you know, be with Fisher and just mm-hmm. it was it was a little weird to me at first to have Fisher just jump immediately from the whole Tatum and CJ debacle to go to after Wes. Yeah, like it was kind of like, well, why is he going after Wes? But then of course, I mean, you can tie it, it easily. You know, you can easily just be like, oh well, it's the main guy, it's the champion, therefore I'm going to go after him. Yeah, and then there's the whole call back to Frankie. Exactly, and then it's also like he said, it's um, you know. 
he was wrongfully terminated. So therefore, the the management decided, okay, yes, we wrongfully terminated. So we'll give you a managerial license, not a GM license. We're it's not going to give you your job back. Exactly. Um, little things like that. Even though it's so stupid, I love it. Oh, yeah. No, uh, it was great. It's anything to bring continuity and just continue a storyline. It's, again, it's something MPX is always good at. Yeah. And honestly, the match itself was freaking incredible. Those two men, you've got um, Wes, who we've talked about before. Wes can really make anybody look good. Mm-hmm. But then when you have someone like Remedy, who is Already good, looks good, yeah, um, it's just great. And Wes, I mean, we always say no one can die like zero. Uh-huh. But you put Wes in there against a bigger guy, and man, it looks devastating. It did. Oh, jeez. Remedy already is devastating enough. But mm-hmm. then to have Wes's ability to make a bigger guy looks seven feet, eight feet tall. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And yeah, so that was just, that was an incredible match. That was a hell of a way to end the night. And it means I was really kind of worried because with the whole thing, uh, with the development of, you know, the new menage a trois and Tatum sort of teaming up with punch drunk love mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, you know, it's like, I, I that seemed like that was the way you wanted to end the night. That was how you ended the story and everything. But well, like, like we've said before, it's like, you know, Wesley's one of those guys, he's going to look at, you know, all the stuff happening beforehand and go, yeah, that's really good, but I'm going to make sure it's that I'm the best. And that's what I like about Wes with his title reigns. Mm -hmm. Like he had enormous shoes to fill. When he took it off Hardakis. Oh, yeah. And I'm uh, pretty sure we can go back. Not and, intended, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think we're pretty sure, and I, I'm totally wrong on this. I mean, I was wrong. But you can go back and listen to our show. I even said, I was like, man, it's going to be hard to follow Hardakis. Like, Wes might just be a transitional champion. Yeah. Wes might, you know, everyone's kind of might forget about him because of Hardakis. Yeah. And he proved us wrong. Oh, yeah. Not only um, did he prove us wrong, but, you know, his reign was so nice, they did it twice. Exactly. <laughs> and there's not a better guy in MPX right now that I don't think you want representing your company like Wes does. Yeah. And I still think it's absolutely hilarious that our, you know, our, our top guys are, you know, psychotic, cannibalistic murderers. <laughs> hey, it's perfect for October. Yeah, true. You know, now if we could just get the tag titles on, you know, Morte Silencio and somebody else. You yeah. Know, um, it would be great. We would just be ready just for the Halloween. whole spooky club. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Poor Dex. <laughs> oh, God. No, that. Oh, well, yeah. No, just, gonna, have, just have Dex be the lone one out of that. You know, yeah, it's like, Dex or Mealy, just like, no, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, you know, he could tap into his Freddy Krueger like. Yeah. Which he already kind of did in the Malico, you know, match they did. He, mm-hmm. he went to a dream world and won the title. So, yeah. He's already kind of Freddy Krueger, Freddy mm-hmm. Krueger like, but yeah. Um, coming in, like I said, West man, there's not a better guy you want your roster, and a guy who is not only going to make sure his stuff is good, mm-hmm. he's going to make the whole card look good. He's going to be the guy. And granted, I don't know. I'm just speaking how I view it as a fan. Wes is the guy who is a true locker room leader. Yeah, I he's, was going to say that. It's like he he kind of screams locker room leader just in his countenance. Yeah, and it's it may not be the you know locker room leader where he's going to talk to everyone because Wes is kind of a you have to know him type person in order to talk to him and get mm-hmm. to know him and stuff. But he is going to be the one that leads by actions. Like he's going to go out there have a great match, and then mm-hmm. everyone else will be like, okay, I want to be like that. I want to try the top of that. 
And it's just right now, Wes is on such streak. You're not going to. Yeah. Um, there's very few wrestlers right now that are on that. And Dimitri's one of those. Dimitri in his match, you can tell. And we said it last week and the week before. Mm-hmm. He is on a mission to this year, uh, 2020. He felt it was going to be his year. Of course, COVID hit. And he's not going to let that deter him. Oh, yeah. He's going to continue and trying to push himself. And there's very few guys on this MPX roster that when they go out there, they're trying to steal the show every time. And Dimitri's one of them. Mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and start talking about the rest of the show, I guess. Uh, it's like the first match, Sebastian Envy, Tommy Dean coming back, and Noah Navarre. And this match set up quite a bit, I think. It did. Um, it seems like it's setting up, you know, I don't want to necessarily say a heel turn for Sebastian Envy, but something different. Yeah. Um, which we've talked about because he's even said it on Facebook. Something's coming. Um, and, I mean, he's, he has said it's that whole cinephile thing. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe he'll go a completely different route. Uh, and like I said, I don't want to say it's a heel turn per se, but something. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you've got Noah who is on that rookie high still. Yeah. Um, and then Tommy Dean always impresses when he shows up and when he comes. Oh, yeah. Um, I I liked the finish. I know a lot of people probably didn't um, because a, it's, a, it's weird. Nowadays, a lot of people do not like the roll-ups mm-hmm. and to me it's like yeah you kind of need it in order to do save some people but in that situation with that match it fit perfectly yeah. because it was just uh like it worked out really well i mean it showed that it's like noah was being crafty resourceful taking any advantage he could he got sebastian off of tommy and then rolled him up for the win exactly and it's also i mean case in point look at um, look at the big show. Look at AEW with um, Mox and Archer. Mm-hmm. I thought, like, I personally loved that finish, and I know a lot of people hated it. And it's not just I hate I hated it simply because I wanted Hoyt to win say, that one. But I, that's you know, it's like I the know. finish of the match wasn't the problem. It we was all the wanted Lance to win, but I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, it's free TV. Although, granted, it's supposed to be a big anniversary show. What, yeah. Which we can get into a whole thing of why AEW was not good for their big anniversary show. But anyways, um, I like the finish because one, I do feel it keeps that person strong. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are like, oh, but they still lost. It doesn't matter. They barely lost. Yeah. You know, it's the whole thing of the winner didn't win the match. They survived, they survived. the match. Exactly. And that's um, I love the Mox Archer match. I thought it was better than their uh, Japan one. Yeah. Um, you know, and Lance didn't get to cut up his arm, so that was nice. <laughs> um, but I liked it. And it's, you know, setting up, dude, Lance versus Eddie is going to be amazing. Oh, Just yeah. for the promo work of Eddie Kingston versus Jake Roberts alone. Yeah. Great. Yeah, um, honestly. It's like I saw Eddie. It's like, while I feel the turn was a bit too obvious, uh, it's just like it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and again, please mpx management if we can't bring eddie kingston back i really i know he didn't do well with the addicts and that's because well those addicts are dumb i think we've got better addicts right now um well there's also the fact that now everybody knows who kingston is because he's you know tv now so which kind of drives his price up a little but yeah um but going back to this match because we're sidetracking again as well as we always do but honestly that actually you know it's like it's like that 
like I said, it continues a couple of things. One, it makes Noah Navarre look crafty. Mm-hmm. And it does drive the Sebastian, you know, what's he going to do? He's been on this losing streak since coming back. and uh, Well, and as we've seen, you know, ace commentator Richard Hill on yeah. Facebook, someone asked... What is Sebastian Envy's finisher? And Richard Hill said, well, losing. Oh, and I was geez. like, oh. oh, that, oh, man. I loved it. Oh, I laughed. And Tyler Jett's response <laughs> son of a bitch, stole my finish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I miss Tyler Jett. Yeah. <laughs> I miss our party Viking mainly because I like Chris Hero, and he reminds me of Chris Hero. But uh, <laughs> either way, it's like, I'm really looking forward to see where that's going to go. I mean, yep. especially since Noah's, you know, kind of riding that momentum of that win on to another way i mean it's like same thing happened for casey i mean he took his he's like mm-hmm. yes he you know loses some but he took his consistent you know victories and wrote it to a prospect championship match and got and how, how did that oh geez that oh we'll talk about that one in a moment because uh, ah but either way it's like that one God, there it is yeah there it is yeah. there's the either way yep. that i say all the flipping time yep Thank you for pointing that out, Jamie. (laughs) I already know. What's funny is I actually had already, you know, after watching to make sure everything was okay on the show. I was going to say, you have to edit these. Surely you find every one of them. Every one of them. But the problem is we do everything so on the fly that, you know, it's like, unless I'm actively sitting there telling myself, don't say this, don't say this, don't say this, don't say this. It's like, I had the problem with absolutely before that. And it's like, I need to, mm. I know I, I know I say, um, all the time. Like I know I've always said it like 20,000 times. Yeah. It's talking about this, but those are, that's, that's a little different (laughs) because that's a, I don't know. It's just a tick because I'm trying to think. Yeah. Because a lot of times. Honestly, I think it's the same way for me with the either way. Because I'm like, okay, back to what I was trying to say. Well, and that's because my brain works really fast when I'm trying to talk. (laughs) And sometimes words do not flow out when they are in my head the way I want them to. And it's like, well, it's like I take, I majored in theater and everything like that. And during the improv classes, one of the things they tell you is ums and uhs and stutters Mm -hmm. and things like that are not a way, you know, that, that kills your scene and everything like that. So try to have something you say, right? Like, yeah, sure, 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 sure. (laughs) Now you're working on that. Exactly. So I think I accidentally just, you know, when we started filming mainline, I picked, Either way, when I'm trying to get back on track of what I was saying, and it's like it just stuck. When now I'm gonna have to find something else. Something since uh, Jamie called off it out and then throw you off your game. Oh my god! <laughs> when you pop me, man, uh. <laughs> the amount of un uh, you know unaired shots when we're just like, nope, that can't go on. <laughs> Yeah, and I caught myself again. <laughs> yes, you did. Very good on that one. <laughs> uh, that's two times I've realized me myself. No one else telling me. Me myself realized. Wait, cut. I can't say that. Yeah, there there is a line, and that line is very clear. But yeah, uh, next match. Next match was Erica Torres and Brock Hopper, and very clever way of handling that one. By the way, <laughs> oh, I thought it was brilliant because I really was just gonna walk up. I go, wait, I know what I can do. <laughs> it's the penguin. Does he? Does he have a dick? Yeah, I think he does. Oh, okay. I can talk about it. <laughs> yeah, like I said, they're going to kill us. They're not. Oh, gonna, I know. There's going to be somebody else who doesn't realize that it's a bit <laughs> that you don't actually think this way. <sighs> but uh, yeah, no, this match was decidedly one-sided. I mean, you know, Brock put up a fight, but um, he did, and it's and I'm not 
criticizing Brock because it has been a while since we've seen him, but mm-hmm. I think ring rust was there. It was. Um, I don't know if it's ring rust because I, I would obviously assume they train, um, but I would hope maybe it's just a live crowd being in front of that again. Yeah. Uh, but something seemed off. Uh, maybe it's a granted. Of course we don't know because I, well, at least I don't know. I haven't been the training. I don't know if they wear the mask when they train or not. I feel I would just so you get used to it. Cause it seemed like sometimes he was off as far as like knowing where to be. And I don't know if that's cause maybe he didn't see right out of the mask or something. Yeah. But it seemed like just something was off. Um, masks. And- yeah. Masks can create a very interesting, uh, problem for that i had a luchador mask for a long yeah. time that i would wear as a costume piece <laughs> and wow that yeah. you know that is very restricting <laughs> well and it's amazing how some like mysterio's mask i always feel is the way most lucha masks should be because you mm-hmm. can easily breathe you can easily see uh then you have Ma- some like uh the great sasuke yeah how the hell did he wrestle with that or geez uh, uh even kane Sin- kane's old, old yeah like or original mask yeah sincaras i just how I do don't. these people you know go through these and if yeah. they if they can wear masks like these for matches people <laughs> you can wear your flipping mask out in the public <clears throat> i'm assuming you're talking about the collection. yeah oh, okay. <laughs> yeah I'll admit, I was worried at first when I saw some posts about that, and was like, "Is somebody trying to slam on MPX again?" And then it's like, no, "They're like no. not beating around the bush on this one. It's the collective." And it's like, "Yeah, oh, oh, damn!" And then I went and looked it up, and it's like, "Oh man." Yeah, it was. Uh, which I'm not gonna lie, I'm still looking forward to watching all of the collective because it looked really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just man, it's one of those things where yeah, maybe I don't even think it's necessarily a big crowd because from all the clips I saw. Mask Warby and Warren is. I think it's the fact that you're going three days. You're trying to yeah. hold people for that one. Yeah, it's okay, really maybe. hard to. It's like, unfortunately, In this type of era. It's like, unfortunately, our business of wrestling and everything like that. It's hard for us to even exist without live without live crowds. Right. I mean, not everybody can do. Uh, you know fan free shows right and even then sometimes it's like sometimes it's the guys and that yep. can happen outside of the shows exactly and and unfortunately um, it happens you know and you don't even know it yeah and i think that's part of the problem with COVID is most people they don't even realize they have it because a lot of them are asymptomatic or mm-hmm. it's one of those it's still weird it takes a couple days or maybe even a week for it to actually show up yeah it's so. like that that's the thing it's like I, I understand all these people who are like you know they're taking every precaution necessary mm-hmm. every precaution they can even heavy metal with their tin fans yep. with being super you know it's like hey you need to make sure that you're taking this test and doing mm-hmm. this and doing this and doing this it would have to be a complete and utter bubble complete and utter bubble and that was my argument um online when i was like because the whole tennessee titans deal happened and mm-hmm. pretty much almost shut down the nfl i was like see nhl had it right they had a bubble they literally ha- were in two cities edmonton and toronto uh-huh. the players went to practice they went to hotel that was it yep and it was coaching staff and players only it was not gms yeah. it was not person it was none of that because and unfortunately with wrestling you can't do that yeah it's like unless you're running a weekly show and can afford to house mm-hmm. them and feed them and everything like that and uh, there's like, nothing you can really do i, I was gonna it. say like let's be honest wwe is the only one right now that can actually do that they yeah. could literally rent out fucking miami if they wanted to yeah 
and that's all the WWE personnel is hotel training center, hotel performance center, hotel performance center, and that's it. Yeah, uh, and even course, then, there's still an off oh, yeah. chance because there's staff. Exactly, and that's the problem. It's refs, and that's it. But then, of course, you got camera and blah blah. Anyways, well, no, I'm just talking hotel stuff. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like if the, if somebody some janitor comes mm-hmm. to work because with COVID well, doesn't even to. know it. <laughs> yeah, because um, they can't afford that kind of you know. But kind that's of that's the thing I do, you know, kind of the whole long thing that we just went off on. Yeah. Um, that NPX has done right is yes, we are following the guidelines and we are deep cleaning after every show and after training and stuff like that. We're I'm going to take a moment to uh, give our usual disclaimer of uh, yeah. we do not work for MPX. No, we work with MPX. Is, yeah. So when we're saying we, it's the same as people saying we with the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas Stars, everything like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, we're yeah. shills, not employees. Exactly. <laughs> you know, they're doing everything right. And um, the wrestlers, that's part of the reason. I mean, it's not, you know, it's the main reason. Mm-hmm. It's not the whole reason, but it's the main reason we're not getting in these talents like we used to. Yeah. Um, because it's just, Hey, look, we've got our own little bubble of a roster. We're going to use that because we know they're, I hate using the word, but they're clean. Yeah. They're safe. They're COVID free. And even then there's still always an off chance. Cause some of yeah. them have to have day jobs. Exactly. And then, you know, like, uh, Dimitri is the one who always, he's like, he does a show. He gets tested, does a show, get tested. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe and it's like CVS is what he said. It's like, they give you free testing. Oh yeah. No, and you get it back in two days. I think or something. I got mine the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, so, um, and that's what everyone should be doing. Um, especially yeah. if it's free. Yeah. And honestly, it's, you know, just like I said, you could do everything and just, it just takes one. And unfortunately the only way to be a hundred percent safe that you're not going to spread COVID at a wrestling show is to not have wrestling shows. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're be, you know, it's like, try to be as safe as you can to minimize it as much as possible. But you know, it's like, Come on, people have to have, you know, have to be able to make money off of these. Yeah, exactly. And I feel that's, um, you know, as fans, that's essentially what we can do to help these companies we love, support them, mm-hmm. subscribe to their networks, buy their merchandise. Like, uh, I just saw a post, Heavy Metal's about to put out a bunch of shirts. Mm-hmm. If you really do, if you've been to one Heavy Metal show or you've just seen and liked their product, get a shirt. It's only... Yeah, you may think, oh, my one my, my one twenty-five dollar shirt's not gonna do much. It does though. Yeah. Like every little bit helps and support these guys, support MPX, support everyone that you, you know, every company you like. Yeah. And even wrestlers, like wrestlers have pro wrestling tees, they sell their own shirts, get to a wrestler, you know, and like I said, and we haven't done this in a while. Think a wrestler after a show, Absolutely. you know, buy their merch, even if it's a five dollar sticker. We would say shake oh. their hand, but not anymore. No, no. <laughs> you know. But at the very least, it's like, you know, it's like uh, you see it a lot on uh, Facebook, especially just start tagging these wrestlers you really like and say, mm-hmm. hey, you did a great show. I enjoyed it a lot. Exactly. You know, thank or, you for what you do. And I've gone back and forth with this one because there was a company who is now defunct that thought they ran Austin and got ran out of Austin, uh, you know, who they'll always ask, Hey, who do you want to see? And then of course you say, and then they'll accuse that wrestler of having by a bunch of fans, which is, you know, totally wrong. Yeah. But anyways, when a company does say, who would you like to see tag that tag, your wrestler tag mm-hmm. the person you want to see in that promotion. Oh, absolutely. Um, some promotions actually do listen to their fans and actually yeah. do believe that those are real fans. saying. Uh, it's like, just I think it was Kiefer Bartek who recently uh, yep. posted the, the, uh, 
you know, we're going to have this young guns thing mm-hmm. and everything like that. And I'm seeing a whole bunch of new guys. And of course, my first thought is, it's like, okay, uh, there's Ryan and Tommy represented Tatum. And that was my favorite was, I believe, a key for him comment. He goes, Ryan's been here longer than two years. No, yeah, no, this is his Just, second year. <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> and then Kiefer said, he goes, "Oh, it seems like he's been here forever." Yeah, um, and that's the thing; these guys, um, you know, when you see something like that, when you see, hey, who's a young gun you want, or hey, who's a big guy? Like I believe a uh, VIP uh-huh. or a DFW All Pro had said, "Hey, who's some big men?" Which is, you know, something I've been like, "Hey, we've been liking the big man department. Yeah. We need it." Remedy, Brent, Chafer. These are guys you tag. Yeah. Um, you know, when MPX, if they, you know, if they do ask, which they, I don't think they have, but if they do tag the wrestlers, you want to see local, big, independent, whatever, you never know what might catch someone's attention and be like, Hey, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. It's like, you've got some, obviously, you know, money is a problem. Travel's a problem, Mm -hmm. everything like that. But you You never know. You never know. I mean, mean, we've gotten OVW there. Oh yeah. Well, back before they got, uh, I was going to say OVE. Yeah, OV, OV. We did Derp. not. We did not get the whole OVW company <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, no, had, no, OVW. We had a. Yeah, I'm thinking Chris Ohio Brothers. versus the world. So that OVW <laughs> is like, no, it's Ohio versus everything. Yeah. And the, the, before they, well, you know, well, fell we've apart. We've had huge names. We've had Swerve. We've had Cobb. We had Kingston. You know, mm-hmm. and even throughout the history of MPX, I mean, look, we've had Tommy Dreamer numerous times. Like, yeah. So you just never know. Um, you know, That's I've. Awesome. Hornswoggle a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, Leva Bates before she got real big. Um, and Hell, this was a, MPX. <laughs> was no her, <laughs> MPX was her home in Texas before uh, she get, went to AEW. It really was. Apparently, we were like one of the first promotions that allowed her to be her. Yep. Uh, as far as the cosplays go, and that's what really kind of got over with other people is they mm-hmm. saw clips and go, oh, yeah, that's fun. Let's do that. Yeah. Imagine um, how that works. But yeah, we... Uh, just, you know, support your wrestlers. This is yeah. essentially this long-winded thing we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so back to the show. Uh, after Brock Hopper, Erica Torres, well, which, you know, ended pretty much exactly how you would expect it to, seeing Brock Hopper come out. No offense to him, <laughs> but you're going to get squashed, especially by someone like Erica Torres, you yeah. know? It's like, you, you can almost expect Erica Torres to win the match unless it's going up against someone specific. I was going to say, because, well, and also, we're building... Erica Torres and Double D for something. Yeah. And that's actually been proven, proving to be pretty uh, interesting, especially with the next match being Double D versus Tatum yep. in a grudge match since, you know, Double D interfered against the prospect championship match. And uh, this ended in a way that I, it was exactly what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I saw it going one of two ways and it went the way I thought it was. Yep. I thought it was either going to be a, Menage a Trois is getting Menage a 2.0, which I'm going to say that forever. <laughs> or it was going to be Matt Fisher getting Double D and Erica mm-hmm. to, you know, bring his vengeance against Tatum for, you know, how Purple Rain ended. It's going to be very interesting um, to see what Menage a Trois 2.0 actually entails. Mm-hmm. Are we getting uh, different logos, different not, well, we not, got different music. Not gear. Yeah. We're getting different music. Are we getting different logos, different t-shirts? Are we getting, is it going to be a darker, uh, not gothy, but a darker know, right? emo like, menage a trois? Because that's what Double D and Erica kind of are right now. They're in this weird goth-esque, you know, yeah, so unholy stage. Bring, uh, the altar and I'm good with it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see more of the altar. I've only, I only I, saw it twice and I was like, it's, it just, yeah. it, 
potential. It's just weird. It had a good combination of wrestlers. It just felt like it was trying to cash in on House of the Unholy, you know? Well, yeah, it was. And that's and that's another thing, too, though, is when I first saw that, it was completely different from the Double D and Erica I had seen before. Yeah. And like I had said, once they got this gimmick, which I think they do, I think they know what this gimmick is right now. Yeah. It's good. So that's why I would have really liked to see more, but I don't, that's dead, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that company's dead. So. Well, the, the company's dead thanks to COVID for the most part. Uh, but, uh, I'm a lazy Got it. anyways uh, <laughs> yeah before we get ourselves in further trouble uh but either way double d and erica torres being part of menage a trois i just like my first thought was yep that's perfect yeah it's my it's the perfect square i said <laughs> menage a trois stands for four yeah Trust me. of course it does <laughs> um it's it's great um i like this will sound weird and i hope people don't take it the wrong way i like this menage a trois with Erica instead of Lizzie, just for the fact I think this female fits what Menage a Trois is better than what Lizzie was at yeah, that time. Yeah, it's like Lizzie now, had to completely had, shift what she was and what she was working with. Exactly. Now, to if we had the, the darker Lizzie, the, the emo, not the goth, not the goth yeah. Hal Sagan one, but the emo Lizzie, that well, I think would have been kind of cool. Or if she even kept her really punk rock princess. Yeah, it was like I was going to say that it's like the punk rock princess would have worked, but they like completely changed her to the party right. girl. Exactly, and it's like and Lizzie's think, a lot of things, but I just don't see her as that. Well, and part of it too was I think because originally that's what Menachi Tro was supposed to be. It was supposed to be the party frat boys. That's what yeah. you had said, and, and it worked. And I think we uh, realized. No, that's technically not really what they are. They're, you know, just, yeah, they're a bunch of guys who have like to have a good time. Not necessarily party frat boys, yeah. but they're, you know, competitors who like to fight. And I think that's why I like this menage a trois. Obviously, not, nothing's going to compare to Larry, CJ, and Tatum. No. The, the original far, will always be the best. But as far as like a cohesive unit, mm-hmm. I think this four is better. I agree. And it's going to, it's like, I'm really interested to see where they're going to take that because, mm-hmm. you know, honestly, I like seeing more of Erica Torres and Double D. I like the seeing them more. I like, like I had said in the Tatum CJ match at Purple Rain, I want to see T- CJ more. I think mm-hmm. CJ deserves, because yes, Tatum obviously propelled himself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, management propelled Tatum. I, CJ's the unsung hero in that. CJ made Tatum look so good he did it's like they worked off each other so well i was like if anything makes me kind of sad that you know they've broken up as a team is like i'm still thinking back to that you know clip of that heavy metal wrestling match that i saw with cj and tatum yeah and it's like that is a good tag team right yep. there i know that cj's got other tag team partners in uh you know different promotions mm-hmm. but i always liked cj and tatum as a well, tag team as he says brothers who don't stab him in the back <laughs> yeah but uh it's like We'll see how this goes because, yeah. you know, it's like, especially with next week, you know, it, we're going to see how that goes. It's like we're saying, you know, we, we enjoy Double D, Erica, CJ, mm-hmm. Larry. We want to see them more. So if this is how we see them more, I'm perfectly. And again, I like tag teams. I like stables. Mm-hmm. Let them keep them in it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, because like we had said, you know, our tag team division is kind of lacking. Uh, we have Larger Than Life. We have Punch. Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, I was going to say Punch Drunk Sexy, and I don't know why. I, um, but Punch Drunk Love. Because you were combining it with Fun and Sexy? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so we, we need some tag teams. And yeah, Menage, definitely. Having Menage 2.0, which either... 
they need to somehow establish that they are Menage a Trois or come up with a new name, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Something I, on those lines. Because fans are always going to point to the 2.0, and that probably is the point. Just me being my wrestling, I don't know, storyline purist. I, I don't like it. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, either way, after that, we were talking about uh, Dimitri and his role and his list and everything mm-hmm. like that. The match with Muerte Silencioso. Do you think it was better than last time? Oh, yeah. I mean, was it great? Oh, um, and I just, it's nothing against Morate, but there's something about him. I just don't, he's a bit not connecting. Yeah. His character connects. Like I like the presence. I like the look mm-hmm. just in ring. There's something I'm like, I feel uh, like he needs smaller opponents. Like, you know, have yes. him destroy Brock Hopper, have him destroy I, zero, have yeah. him destroy, you know, just have him eat through a whole he, bunch of these. He, yeah. He may be one of those bigger guys that just sadly can't work with someone his size or bigger. Yeah. He has. Cause Dimitri's taller. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and that's the thing is I think uh, Dimitri may be kind of like the Jackson where people don't realize how big he actually is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it was better than their last match. Um, and you know, it's, it served its purpose was supposed to do it. Got Dimitri a win. It got him. Mm-hmm to be back in front of the MPX audience to an show that he's got reaction. that momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. One of the bloodiest reactions of the night <laughs> again. And because I got yelled at, at the bar for that again, go back to what I actually said. <laughs> I did not say he got a louder reaction than hard. First of all, it's apple and oranges. You can't compare a hard reaction to a pop of someone winning. Yeah. Tatum and Dimitri's pops are separate from, Hardakis, like you can't compare those. There, yeah. And look, I love Wes. Wes's pop wasn't until he won the title after Hardakis came out. Yeah. Like Wes's pop, when he came out, yes, it was good. I don't think it was as loud as obviously when it was loud as Tatum's. And no one's arguing that. Yeah. Um, And it was, you know, not nearly as loud as I think when Dimitri won. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not, again, not saying Hard- he's. Louder than Hardakis, but they're apple and orange. I like how you get quieter when you start talking about Hardakis, like you're afraid he's going to hear you. Well, yeah, if you say his name three times, he appears. (laughs) You know this. But either way, it's like, and one of the more interesting things was, of course, what happened after the match. Uh, We're at Masquerade. We've already got a match announced in which, uh, well, sort of announced, in which Dimitri is. We don't know if X's Prime is accepting this. (laughs) I'm pretty sure he will. He's looking for a fight. But uh, two out of three falls, which you don't see that often in uh, indie promotions. I was going to say, last time we saw it was uh, Chandler and Ryan, I believe. Yep. So, Their final blow-off match. Yep. And I enjoy two out of three falls, mainly because I enjoy... The, I'm one of those That was the fans. classic style back yeah. in the day. Well, and I'm one of those weird fans that I enjoy Iron Man matches. I, if two performers can actually pull off, mm-hmm. which I think these two can do a two out of three falls, if two performers can pull off two out of three falls or an Iron Man match, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Like... I know a lot of people were bitching about um, Balor and Cole doing Iron Man on NXT. I'm like, why? Those are two great competitors. Yeah. You know they're going to put on a great match. They're going to keep it interesting. Exactly. So to have... Because that's usually the problem with matches like that is how do you keep it interesting for that long? I One of my favorite matches of all time is Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, Mm -hmm. Iron Man from WrestleMania 12. And so many people hate that match. They're like, oh, it's boring. No, it's great. (laughs) it's It's a legit... Yeah. I am one of those that love it. It's like, you know, cause you've got some people who they will, uh, go and, uh, you know, it's like they'll mess around for the first like half of the mm-hmm. match and then they'll do the rest of the match series. Right. And I think this two out of three falls is going to be a great way to really showcase. Like we all know what Dimitri's capable of. Yeah. This is really going to showcase what 
Prime is capable of. Oh, yeah. Um, and yes, we've seen Prime in matches, and yes, he's been good. But again, like we said, this is going to show the endurance. This is going to show exactly. the capability to keep the crowd invested yep. and everything like that. And I have full confidence he'll do it. I do, too. Um, I'm looking like, forward to this match. Yeah. And it's weird that it's it's only been, what, maybe two-week feud right now, mm-hmm. yet it's one of the top feuds we have going. Yeah. Um, so we're at least as fans, we're already enthralled into it. Mm-hmm. And I think with, um, like you said, it's masquerade. So that's two weeks, three weeks, two weeks from now, two weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just going to build more. Yeah. So yeah, I'm totally down for this. I'm hoping, uh, well, I'm not hoping I know they'll put on a good match. And I think depending on what else is on that masquerade, mm-hmm. it's match tonight. Maybe. Um, yeah, no, it just depends what else is there because yeah, definitely you keep throwing out the whole might be the f- fifth. Time, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. I mean, it's like the MPX prospect championship match, which was the next match. As a matter yeah. of fact, uh, sky de lacrimosa took on Casey. To do my segue, sir. Hey, that's, <laughs> was a pretty good one. Unfortunately, doing it live on camera, we're not quite as good at it. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> but, uh, honestly, it's like this match, it's like Brock Hopper versus Erica Torres. I had no illusions as to how it was going to go. I mean, even, even, you know, marking out and, you know, believing in the reality of it. I was just like, no, Casey's good, but he's not that good. Well, and it's not even that it's, it's one of those where I hate to say they're too young, but man, or earn a title first. Like it, get that shot first. Like I would hate for someone to immediately well, come out okay. and win the belt right there. It's like, uh, I mean, Legs did a pretty good job of earning, you know. Um, legs did very well with the title. Now, when he won it, I'm not going to lie. I was a little upset just for the mm. fact that he was so new. Well, that and he was winning it off of Jackson, of all people. And we were like, yes, uh, go. Yeah, because Jackson, you know, wants he should be already in PX champion. Um, and that's the fact that he's not just, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, and that's, that's real Kyle talk, not yeah. mainline Kyle talk. No, no, it's like, <laughs> uh, just how, how has this man been in this business at MPX? So important to MPX had never been the champion. Well, I just don't get a it. A lot of that. He was in Germany and, you know, over yeah, in the world. True. But <laughs> still, it's just like, how, um, I mean, you see some wrestlers come back and they get a title shot and title win right off the bat and everything like that. And just like, but Jackson comes back and still how, and yes, yes, I know I'm going to probably get groused at when he hears this tomorrow, but I don't care. I want to know. Um, uh, yeah, it's, you know, so, and it's, again, it flashes back to legs. There mm-hmm. was maybe 5% of me that thought, oh, they'll just give it to Casey just for the hell of it. Yeah. Um, but no, I really, it may be personal biasness and it may be my own beliefs, but I really do believe MPX has a plan for Sky. I, I think they've got a plan for four title, four successful title defenses and mm-hmm. a possible cash in. Now, if that cash in goes into an MPX title, I have no idea. But I do think we are going to see four and I think we're going to see a kind of white wait and hold approach. We're not going to see a like Jackson where like, no, I'm going to cash in as soon as I get my fourth win mm-hmm. or, you know, like you kind of keep throwing out the idea of like, oh, it'll be four. And then the fifth, the very first week after he successfully did fall for he'll because it fits. Oh, I, I mean, it, it's I like- know it fits Halloween, but <laughs> um, I really do think we'll get a hold approach and mm-hmm. we'll get 
Isaac. And if he does, that's doing a plan. I, I was like, I'm excited to see how that will go because you know it's it's going to be Isaac building the story for one. It's Isaac building it, and it's also I think just like I said, who better in the MPX roster to have holding a literal weapon mm-hmm. with a prospect championship fully defended four times that can cash in on the champion whenever he wants yeah it's not going to be some you know long-term build-up like it was between wesley and uh, hardakis to cold day in hell it's gonna be you know isaac is is stalking him (laughs) i just thought of a really cool idea and i know a lot of people would fucking hate it but i would love it is he can because we've had that you can cash in whenever i don't think we've ever heard oh it has to be at mpx to cash in what if they film something where sky just goes out and grabs grabs travis throws him and isaac and him throw him in a truck or whatever they drive out to wes's place and they just beat the shit out of each other in a field that'd be great and then sky wins and then all of a sudden we get maybe you know they use the mpx analysis and journalists they have mm-hmm. aka us yeah and we break news saying hey guess what sky is your new champion and they show clips okay. and then Saturday comes about and Sky is there with the title. Okay, okay. Now okay. it sucks because yeah. we didn't see it, but I think that's a cool idea because you can, again, who's scarier than Sky to cash in whenever? Yeah. And let's be honest, Sky and Wes beating the shit out of each other on a field, who doesn't want to see that? Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they they can make it a hardcore match of their own and, you know, just like, you know, beat the snot out of each other. Well, yeah. And they can go to, you know, where the Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually was held and Ah. beat each other up there. Yeah. Watch the uh, actual owners be like, what the hell are you two doing? (laughs) Well, long ago, uh, the original plan for Texas uh, Massacre, the hardcore show, the Mm -hmm. deathmatch tournament can't remember the name where it would say my life right now. texas massacre something yeah anyways that was supposed to be on the field where the exchange massacre was really it was supposed to be outside and everything and then at the very last minute it got canned or something they had to move it to where heavy metal was running ah, at least that's the story i was told i don't know if that's actually accurate or not because you never really believe anything you hear in wrestling yes yeah. which you that's I don't know. Generally, that's my feel about real world anyways. Like, yeah. I forgot who it was I was talking with. I was like, oh, it was the someone's like, oh, yeah, you think Stars will win? I was like, yeah, I'll go to game seven because, you know, everything's a work. Yeah. <laughs> the world's a work. I mean, everyone should realize that. I mean, now, it's, right? been a, it's been a long, open secret about the NBA for years. Oh, yeah. It's like, the, how do you make the most money? You t- drag it out as far as you can. Yeah, and Sell I, all those I tickets. Because be if they honest. win it in the first four, first three games, then... And take the fact that it's LeBron, it's the Lakers, and yeah. with Kobe passing. Was there never really any doubt that the Lakers are going to win the title this year off Kobe's death? Come on. Yeah. Wrestling's, yeah. The Especially world is with work. everything happening into a bubble and everything like that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, but to, we were talking about that. The journalist, I'm going to make, he's like, I'll admit. Part of me is kind of like, you know, a bit salty. Oh, I know. You get so mad about it. (laughs) I'm just like, we're right here. This is what we do. We do it for free. Letting us do that would be great. But the kid's not bad. And I know this is what he wants to do. He wants to be a commentator. He's good at it. I'm just, I'm not going to, you know, begrudge him that. I'm just going to poke at Richard until we until uh, he gives us what we want. I'll never forget. Every time they show him, you're like, that should be us. I'm like, eh. 
I'm glad. I'm just glad like we see Cody. Us... I'm like, oh yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I'm it's just Cody. glad they let us do what we do. Yeah, because <laughs> there are so many times I've really thought I've pushed something, and I'm like, we're gonna get that message or that call. Be like, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. I know we had a good run. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. We'll see y'all later. <laughs> Alms for the poor. I was, yeah. uh, see if Roheli will take us back. <laughs> 2021. Yep. Uh, but yeah, then after that, we had the vignette with Jamie and everything like that. And I am dreading and excited for next week. I, especially after that conversation y'all had, I was partly disappointed, but after hearing, you know, all three men saying they were doing different things, I was like, okay, it makes sense then. Yeah. Cause I really, well, I was like, why, why are they not coming out? Why are they not jumping in? Why are they not here? Why are they not in the crowd? I know it was like Sunday. I think I saw they all three were doing something. I'm like, okay, it makes sense. Uh, yeah. Know. Jamie's promo was great. Um, Cause it's Jamie. Well, of course. <laughs> and I love how, okay. Love's not the right word. I like how I, will create my own storyline and just run with it on mainline. Yeah. And Jamie will do something completely different. Uh, because I don't know. I like the idea of Jamie being like, no, that's not a real title. And she wasn't legal. Those are my bills. I'm getting a lawyer. I like that idea. But then you hear Jamie talk. you like, no, no, we'll get back. You know, we'll just, we'll beat him. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like Jamie just looks at it as like, now oh, we're better and we're going to destroy and burn. We're going to burn down NPX and rebuild our image. Yeah. As opposed to me, just be like, oh yeah, they'll get lawyers involved the fuck if I know <laughs> again, Mayline isn't really scripted. We just say shit. Yeah. And that's what gets us in trouble is we just say what comes to the top of our head and whatever, whatever's going to be funniest or most exciting or anything like that. And it, you know, usually I try to go for what's most controversial because Eric Bischoff taught me controversy creates cash. Yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting for that cash though. You know? <laughs> well, we've, our views have gone up a little, yeah, although true. I realized our time was longer and I don't know why I thought we were shorter. Uh, it went to 20 minutes. I don't know why. Oh, I know. I, like, I saw it. I was like, oh, 19 minutes. I was like, I don't remember talking that much. There was one where we were just arguing back and forth the whole time. Although I got to say, when it comes down to it, I loved the ending that we had, which is <laughs> arguing over the titles. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. But uh, speaking of tag team titles, Punch Drunk Love versus Menage a Trois. That was, it's like, I think it was a good cap off to the Menage a Trois story for the night. And a continu- good continuation with uh, Punch Drunk Love being just, yep. you know. Don't call it a comeback. Yeah. Like Which, I said, I felt a bit called out there, yeah. but. Um, no. Yeah. Now, what they really should have done, and feel free to use this, whoever, you know, makes the music, uh, Presley or Jamie, um, <laughs> use the clip of it's a reunion tour. Replay that like three times. Reunion tour, reunion tour, reunion tour, and then play Don't Call It a Comeback, and then have the entrance, yeah. and then them come out. That's what they should. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, no, how I, I would book it. Yeah, exactly. It's not even booking. It's just how I think their music would go. I mainly, I just want to hear my voice in the MPX event center. I know. Right. It's like that one time we actually got onto the show. I was like, yes, um, <laughs> we did it. Oh, right. never. And it wasn't again. really us. It was Jamie just dropping F bombs on our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it's, um, I, again, I thought reunion tours were a good thing, but apparently not. Yeah. I enjoyed them uh, coming I back. I think it was when we were talking about like you know people on their 54th reunion oh, yeah. tour, everything like that. How many retirement shows did Terry Funk have? Yeah, true. This is wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I enjoyed them, their presence when they came out to Don't Call It a Comeback. Mm-hmm. And it may be because it was directed at us, but it was like... All right, well played. This is exciting. Oh, yeah. Like they got the crowd into it, and it's different because, you know, when they first the first reunion tour, 
they had uh, Truth Hurts because that was the hit song uh-huh. at the time. So there was a part of me, 5%, maybe 25%, well, those, that thought yeah. they were going to come out to, uh, what is it, WAP? By oh, Car- geez, I yeah. Really, it's the hot song. I really yeah. thought they were going to because I could see Baby D pushing for that. Yeah, I could see um, that too. So I'm glad it was Don't Call It A Comeback because I was like, if Kirby comes out to that it's gonna be oh my god yeah it's like we wouldn't be the ones not living things down at that point oh no (laughs) but i'm pretty sure in this tag team ship it is kirby just saying and do what you want (laughs) yeah kirby going along for the ride having fun with one of his best friends that's just how it is yeah but the match itself was really good because well, yep. I mean, it's Punch Drunk Love for one and it's Menage a Trois for another. And even though uh, CJ and Larry isn't the tag team that was you know built for that at the time, it was still... You've got two guys who know how to work a tag team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Schaefer and Larry were one of the best tag teams in the early MPX days. Uh-huh. Um, and CJ and, and Tatum just rocked CJ it as soon and as Tatum, they and then came as together. you said, CJ's had partners in other promotions. Mm-hmm. So CJ knows, both men know how to work a tag match, as do uh, Baby D and Kirby. And that's like we said on the previous show, It's there's a mindset. A lot of people don't get it or understand tag team. Like yeah. You can tell... Take the, uh, not the Revival, FTR, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. You look at those two men and they are, they're one. They are a tag team. Yeah. I like both of them, but do I want to see Dax Harwood or Cash Wheeler in a singles match? Hell no. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they would do that well. Honestly, But put yeah. them in a tag team match against anyone, mm-hmm. and that match is going to be good because they know how to work a tag match with four people. They know how to lay it out. They know how to go up, how to go down. They know how to use tag moves. They are tag team specialists to the definition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it's it's not even all that different for, you know, bigger, you know, bigger tag teams, I guess you could say. I mean, like when they broke up New Day on WWE, I'm just like, no. See, and How? I'm the only one who's excited about that. I I'm don't get me you. wrong. I want to see Big E succeed on his own and everything like that. But just the the three of them together always worked out for me. It did, but one, it's gone on way too long. When's the last time you saw a group like that stay around that long? Mm. Number one, number two, I think eventually Kofi and Wood should split all together. Like I said, I think it was Richter's post. Which Richter, we miss you. Um, Biggie, turn him heel, give him a big monster push on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He's going to be your top heel. You put Kofi back in a main event storyline title feud on Raw. You move Woods to NXT, and Woods can be face or heel. Either yeah. one. I keep him face right now because NXT doesn't really have the faces. And he's so much, doing in it. my opinion, he's so much more fun as a face. Exactly. Well, that with everything he does with the video games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep him face. But you have those three men, and every one of them, Kofi could run Raw, Big E can run SmackDown, and Xavier can run NXT, and all three of them can do it. Yeah. I think this split is good. I just wish they split all the way. Yeah, I, I guess I could see that. I mean, if they had them all three go to different shows, I think I might have been o- more okay with that. But it's just removing Big E from the equation. It's just like, are you kidding me? But yeah, I know ev- Oh, everyone online was so mad. I'm just like, dude, this is the greatest thing. Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, going back to Tag Team Works. Yeah. That's, you know... That's the definition of tag team specialist is FTR. I really do think they are the best tag team next to Tommy and Ryan, because I have to say it. They are the <laughs> next best tag team in wrestling. Um, and and remember, got, even Jamie qualifies it as best unsigned, unsigned tag team. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, let's be honest, Although, FTR is the best team. Um, larger than life versus FTR. Oh, my God. That would I be. I would love it. Oh, 
any but yeah uh these are four people who are and people hate the word being label texting specialists but they are yeah you can put them baby d's had numerous partners and almost every one of those teams have been good you know i, I blame vince mcmahon and his hatred for tag teams for people thinking tag team specialist is mm-hmm. a dirty word exactly because honestly, I love tag teams. I always have. My favorite groups is like growing up. I always loved the tag teams yeah. more than everything else. And I think part of it is because when you look at the era that we grew up in, tag teams were dominant. Mm-hmm. They were everywhere. See, we grew up in the era of the original TLC match. I wasn't even. I was going back further with the Rockers. Ah, uh, yeah, true, and true, yeah, and all the Brainbusters and all that stuff. But yeah, then you go out of that to Edge and Christian, the Hardys, the Dudleys, who. Everyone hates me, but the Dudleys to me are the best tech team ever. Oh yeah, like no, people I've, will say, "Oh, Road Warriors." I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, they're number two. It's hard to. It's like, I'm not gonna. Yeah. It's oh like, well, and that's the thing. It's different eras. It is hard to do because it's different eras. Yeah. Like Ric Flair, to some, is the greatest of all time because in his era in the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s, yes, he was good. Yeah. To me, he was great at promos. In ring work was great, but. There is a certain time where he needed, it's not that he needed the person, but he needed that person to be as equal as him. Yeah. He couldn't take someone who was flat out, say, brand new or whatever, and make them excel and put on a good match. Yeah. Uh, Eddie Guerrero, I think, could put on a good match with a broom. Like, he could do it with anyone. Yeah. Uh, Shawn Michaels, I think, could do it with anyone. Like, to me, I think those two men were better than Flair. Um, I think Flair obviously had a better presence and a better mm. know of his character. Yeah. Uh, but going back to the tag teams, this is, again, it's something I said in MPX. I want more tag teams, and I think we need more tag teams. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I look at this, take this match as an example. It's exciting. People ran to it, mm-hmm. and it was good. And it's like with uh, Tatum coming out and equaling the odds as much as he did with uh, you know Double D and Erica on the outside, mm-hmm. it was like, uh, honestly... I want to go back to the faction warfare we had last year. I exactly. loved that so much. Yes. Um, and again, that goes back to us growing up in the attitude era with everyone was part of a faction. Yeah. It's like, yeah, um, the ministry, the nation of domination, DX, all of I these was, groups. And I was talking with someone cause they were, you know, they, they questioned me about the tribe. They're like, what is the tribe? What is, I was like, it's excessive violence. It's Dimitri West, Sky, Kai. It's all these people. Mm-hmm. And they run, you know, anarchy and other places like this. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, well, that can't work in MPX. I'm like, mm, why not? And they're like, well, because they're all top people. You can't put all the top people in one group. Mm, why why not? can't you? Uh, and they're like, well, they can't fight each other. I'm like, yeah, they can. That's the whole point of excessive violence. They'll fight each other. Yeah. I mean, but it also goes to what I like about the stables in Japan. Mm-hmm. You know, the, look at the G1 right now. Bullet Club's fighting Bullet Club. Chaos is fighting Chaos. Like, there's mm-hmm. no. Oh, God. Uh, uh- Big evil. Lij fighting Lij, you yeah. know. So it's I, stables no longer are the oh we won't fight each other. Like yeah, in the answer there you wouldn't see the nation fight the nation unless they were splitting up like they did with the Rock and Farouk. Yeah. Uh, but you can do that nowadays because it's about yes, they're a brotherhood to help each other, but it's a competition as well. They all want that main title. They all yeah. want that main goal. So I think you could easily do that. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Rumble. If you see Punch Drunk Love in the Rumble, do you really think if it came down to the two of them, they're going to hug Kirby each other? They're going to try to fight each other and throw yeah. each other out? I mean, I I don't buy that. Oh, well, they can't fight each other. Yeah, they can. Mm-hmm. But anyways, sidetrack. Yeah. Um, I do think, you know, the Faction Warfare would be really cool. Also, I think Tatum coming out, and we'll get to it later, might mm-hmm. play into what happens this week. I hope so. 
I mean, you know, he's got a question mark. You yeah. know, greatest champion MPX has ever and, had vacant. And let well, yes, he's the greatest world champion everywhere. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, let's think about the history of Kirby and Tatum. Like, how cool would it be to have you know trainee and trainer because first of all they hated each other mm-hmm. they had a great feud that's one of tatum's very first feuds yeah and to have him come out and depend on kirby who he's beaten down over and over and over again yeah and they've had wars to be like hey i kind of need your help can you like go back to the trainee and be like mm-hmm. he needs his trainer it also goes back to the storyline of larger in life and jackson saying that hey you're holding on to the rookies just so you can or Wait, that was my line. Yeah. He's holding coattails just for the rookies. That was my storyline. But it goes back to that of Kirby's always there for his trainees. Yeah. And Tatum right now needs someone. Yeah. I think that would be a great way to do that. That would be a really good way. Yeah. Uh, And we already talked about the main event. Uh, Let's talk a bit about the two matches that have been announced for next week. Yeah. Because it just makes me a little more, you know, curious. We usually either get everything or nothing. Well, I think it's boss man likes to make our job harder. Yeah. <laughs> or he likes to hear our wild ideas and then be like, hey, hey you're going to be way off. Yeah. So it's like, we've got that match with uh, Tatum when she's going to be taking on menage a trois and has a mystery partner. We don't know who it is. Um, but yeah, it's like that match is going to be um, interesting to see where that goes. But the other match that's going to happen, I'm, I'm really interested to see how this is going to happen because it's just weirdly out there. It's going to be Dexter Hardaway defending the MPX Addicts Championship against Noah Navarre. Dexus comes home. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Although hilariously out doing Uber Eats, I saw a sign for a company called Dexus. It's like, I I almost wanted to stop my car and steal it. (laughs) Should have taken a picture and be like, hey, didn't you trademark this by now? Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's always great to have Dexter in. Dexter has become one of those that one, he's always, he's, he's been great. Yeah. But two, it's the addicts have gotten this weird respect thing where they love when he comes out, people mm-hmm. love it. And then halfway through the match, like, Oh wait, yeah, we're supposed to hate you. We hate you. Yeah. Boo. Uh, water is, burger. Water. Yeah. Which I think is a testament to how good Dexter is mm-hmm. for the simple fact of when he first came out, he was the champion. He's like, I don't need your applause. Yeah. Y'all, well, then again, that was us that was doing that. So you've never, you've never applauded me before. Why start now? It's like two shade Dexter. Good point. Good point. Um, but it's like it, Dexter is the proof that you know, it's like it doesn't matter whether you're getting cheered or booed. You know, as long as you're getting a reaction at all, you're doing great, and he's doing fantastic. And that was, and I can't remember if it was Bruce Pritchard or Eric Bischoff, but as long as, or actually, it was Arn Anderson, mm. which is another great podcast. Oh yeah, all those podcasts are great. But Arn Anderson has said he's like. He's, I was talking about Cena and Rollins. Mm-hmm. He's like, look, he's like, everyone said, you know, Cena's tweener, people boo Cena or whatever. And he's like, look, as long as they're booing or cheering, as long as they're making noise, I don't give a fuck if they're cheering or booing. Mm-hmm. It's when they're making noise. That's all that matters. Yeah, as it's long like when as you're la- getting a reaction. Yeah, it's like when uh, uh, Triple H was trying to lampshade that. He's like, oh, yeah, our biggest heel at, MP- at uh, WWE <laughs> is uh, Roman Reigns. I mean, you hear those boos. Yeah. It's like. He's not a heel, but you got to admit, he's like, he is happy that he's getting a reaction at all. Oh, he is now. And guess what? It's the greatest thing they ever could have done. Oh, and yeah. Imagine everyone that. wanted it for four or five years ago. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, Dexter is one of those that I think is going to, if Noah hasn't learned from being with Jackson. Oh, Ryan geez. He's going to learn a lot now. Yeah. So having someone so young in their career 
mm-hmm. go with Dexter, I think it's going to be great. It's honestly, I'm looking forward to this because I have been waiting for uh, for Noah to break out mm-hmm. because and a one on one match finally. I don't think we we haven't seen him. In a we we saw him in the one on one match with uh, Jackson, but even then, that was okay. That was Jackson just chopping the shit out. of Yeah, him. <laughs> that was him just destroying. Uh, for you know everything like yeah, that, but yeah, that was building up something. This mm-hmm. is Noah, no storyline really attached on his own against Dexter, who is one of probably the best veterans to throw a young kid in there with. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> it's like my uh, old old uh, radiology teacher said, "You're going to learn today." Oh yeah, um, yeah. It's Dexter's going to teach him, and I think it's going to be great. And it it is. We're going to see think, Noah come out better for it. I was going to say this is. I don't want to say it's make or break because obviously it's going to take a long time for some wrestlers to make it and for them actually for it to click. Mm -hmm. But this is going to be a proving match. This is going to be a, hey, you really want to keep up with Casey Mm because y'all are sadly, they're always going to be compared to each other. Mm -hmm. No matter what Casey does, no matter what um, Noah does, does, they're always going to be labeled 1A and 1B next to each other and be like, oh, well, Casey got a title. What did you do? Oh, Casey yeah. had a win. What did you do? Mm-hmm. It's always going to be like that. Um, even we did it with Ryan, Tommy, and Dave. Mm-hmm. We always compared the three together. It wasn't until I would say Dave got kicked out and Ryan had that successful title run that we finally started saying, yeah. oh, and we didn't compare them anymore. Um, yeah. So it's going to take a while before people stop comparing them. But and I it's think, nothing against them. No, it's not just at the all. The fact that it's like when you come in together like it's, that, it's hard not to you know you know compare them to each other. It's like I say, wrestling fans are the best and worst, and that's one of the things that we do that probably is shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the things we do is yeah, you come in as a tag team, you split. Well, we're obviously going to be like, oh well, there's. Let's see which I, one's the successful one. I still hate this, but the, who's the Marty Janetti and who's yep. the Sean Michaels? I was going to say it's the Rockers mentality. <laughs> um. And it's, you know, it's going to be interesting. But yeah, this match is going to be not a breaking point, but it's going to be a proving ground Mm -hmm. for Noah. And yeah, you're right. It's out of the two matches announced. I'm looking more forward to that one. Yeah. But uh, that actually also leads me into the other, you know, sort of development, I guess, we're going to have for this show. Boys are back. Larger Than Life (laughs) and Jackson Stone are going to be back in the building. And like I said, I am both uh, looking forward to and dreading this because it's like, I I know. It only shows Jackson, Ryan, and Tommy, but you know Jamie's there too. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm dreading. <laughs> you, you know he's going to get on mic and just stare right at you, right? Oh uh, yeah, he's just going <laughs> to he's going to have that death glare at me, and just going to be like, I, yes. <laughs> I really love for him to start a promo and then say either way, and he goes, "Oh, sorry, that's Jay's line." <laughs> oh. Uh. The thing is, great. if you hadn't said anything, if he actually had done that, I probably would have died laughing. <laughs> oh, but you can't. Remember, you're right now. You're you're the you're the certified mark. I know. You have to play. I have, have to, to play, play the face. Oh, it's I'm like, mad. <laughs> it's like I'm mad. How can you make fun of me? He's like, but in reality, it's like I can make fun of myself. <laughs> Which sidetracked to fans actually playing up being a mark and being a fan. I love um, Doug's going to die on this heel of Tatum still sucks. Uh uh-huh. Tatum. I just uh, Doug's so, one of those guys that is just like he plays his he plays a fan well and I love it because mm-hmm. he's our sign guy exactly there are some that will you know be the straight nope I cheer only faces and mm-hmm. or and like we said it doesn't matter there are some Ryan Tommy and Jamie no matter what they do people will boo them uh-huh. Tatum is that way with Doug no matter what Tatum does Doug will boo him mm-hmm. um, it's mm-hmm. great I think 
Now, Jackson, I think, is going to be the exception out of this trio that if he was to go back, people would accept him with welcome arms. Oh, yeah. So, Open arms. We've got our guy back. Yay. Exactly. People would actually. But I like think, it you, no, we need this to play yeah, out. This, this needs to happen. Well, and like I said, this is uh, nothing against Jackson's face or nothing against Jackson himself. I enjoy this Jackson. Mm-hmm. This Jackson has so far. <laughs> it's next different. to, and he'll hate me for saying this because he hated it, next to his promo against Buff Bagwell and his short little feud against Buff Bagwell on WXW. <laughs> this is my favorite Jackson. Dude, I love that Jackson. If you haven't seen it, go find that. Club. I'm going to go find that <laughs> yeah. as soon as I can. Uh, if I find and, the link, I'll put it up in the uh, description. he will hate me for bringing that up because I don't think he enjoyed it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I love this. It's like compared to the last time that he was a heel at MPX when he was going up against uh, uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. actually. It just, that one felt like well, him being a heel is the only way he's going to get a title shot. So they're because Ryan's the face. So therefore, right. you know, no, this feels so much more organic. No, this is a and great that this is how I'm reading it. I may be reading it wrong because mm-hmm. you know we do that. But how I'm interpreting it is this is a Jackson who has a chip on his shoulder of like, look, you're putting these rookies ahead of me. You're giving these guys title shots. Where's my title shot? Where's my title? Mm-hmm. Why am I getting overlooked for rookies? Why yeah. am I getting and overlooked? That's, that's why I'm wondering how this is going to play out with Noah because mm-hmm. you know we've already seen Jackson destroy him once. Okay, and see, that was the thing when I was talking about, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be one-on-one. He's going to go get started. I was like, crap they're gonna come out and beat the shit out of noah we're not gonna get the one-on-one match we thought we're getting <laughs> i hope that noah's able to get a great showing before that yeah you know and and that's the other thing like so yes we've only got those two matches announced and we have the the graphic of they're coming back the yep. i forgot what jamie got the crown jewels are coming back um i still like you know i forgot what we you, you said all i said all are unlimited you were saying the gold team or yeah, something like gold that club. the gold club um but Jamie's cold, cold club. Um, but anyways, whatever they're called, they're coming back. It's going to be great. Uh, and, and then the other graphic we have, it shows uh, Wes, I believe. Yeah, it's got Wes. It's got Casey. It's got uh, Punch oh, Drunk Love on it. have Casey. Okay. Yeah. I was, gonna say, I was like, is Casey going to be there? But I'm, un- then, yeah. I'm interested to see what's going to happen with Casey. And it's like. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it's, it's so weird to me. And I am not going to mean this to sound derogatory, but it's going to. How do you not announce what your mpx champion is doing I don't know. I, it's one of those things it where may be he's doing another open challenge which i enjoy don't get me wrong and, and and if that is what we're going to do then can we can we maybe build that as its own graphic of wes's op- wesley way's open challenge for the impact style or something like that it yeah just, i don't know i don't want to say it lessens because wes is a draw at this point no matter what you yeah. do um but man your MPX title should be. I'm one of those that I think your title should always. It should show. always be the number your one thing that you're be, talking exactly. about. Exactly, that MPX title and your MPX champion should be the focal point. Now, granted, we've got this week. I think the focal point probably is Jamie, Ryan, Tommy, Jackson, all coming. We back. might get that Jackson versus West match that we were hoping for a couple weeks ago. I mean, I really wanted that. I match. could easily see Jamie doing that. Yeah, saying that. Hey, guess what? My boy's my boy's back. He's getting his title shot. Yeah, I could see that. Um, so we'll see what happens. And then, yeah, Punch Drunk Love. And like I said, I think it would be an interesting storyline to have Tatum call on and depend for his wrestling father figure. Yeah. 
Um, you know, or wasn't it you that says he chews gum just like Kirby? God, yeah, no, it's like when he was when he coming out and he's starting to chew chew the gum and everything like that. I had shades of seeing, you know, especially when he does it in that the I guess he said <laughs> the most obnoxious way possible. Um, it's like I was just watching him, like this reminds me of back when Kirby was the greatest human being alive. Oh, that's so great! He looks exactly like that. In which. And then I'm just looking at it. It's like, well, he's got this same similar tint of hair. He's got the same facial. Is Tatum really Kirby's son? I was gonna say we can do a DNA test, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that actually, I would. They won't do it, but I actually would enjoy that storyline. Yeah, of it coming out that Tatum's not a rich kid from South Lake. He's Kirby's kid. Yeah, it's Tatum Kirby. <laughs> uh, they won't do that, and it's no. Um, I don't even know why I said it, but to me, it makes me laugh. Oh no, it'd be funny. <laughs> it'd make more sense than uh, you know Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's son. <laughs> why they didn't go with the obvious? Well, it's because it was obvious. But yeah, Chad Gable, come on. I mean, just yeah. that, that's someone they've dropped. The ball. Yeah, we're going off topic. They really they, dropped the ball with Shorty G. Oh my god, god, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give I'll give Gable all the credit in the world for running with it as hard as he can. But oh, he's done it well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, man, they dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's going to be the next show. It's going to be a good show. Speaking of dropping the ball, uh, like yeah. we just did on this. <laughs> uh, I don't think we dropped the ball. We just no. got sidetracked. That's all. Yeah, we, uh, we chase rabbits. That's pretty much all the time we got right now, guys, because this, uh, this week's going to be pretty interesting. I'm really interested to see where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess we'll see you there. So uh, keep it kayfabe, wrestling fans. Mark out. What's up, wrestling fans? Thanks for listening. If you liked the show, make sure you like, share, and follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to MPX Rehab. You can also follow us on YouTube and Facebook for more MPX and Texas wrestling-related content. Want to support us even more? We have a Patreon and merchandise you can buy at any shows you meet us at. Just look for Team Certified Mark. Thanks again, and as always, keep it kayfabe, wrestling fans. Mark out.